What's up, everybody? Welcome to the latest episode of 6-1 IndieCast, a weekly video game podcast amplifying the indie scene and smaller games outside of the AAA space. New episodes drop each and every Monday morning on all major podcast feeds at youtube.com slash 6-1 Indie. Supporters on patreon.com slash 6-1 Indie can tune in live as we record and gain access to Clocked Out, the IndieCast post show. But if money is tight, no worries. You can still support us with a simple click. Wherever you're listening, go ahead and leave this podcast a review. Follow at 61Indie on your social media poison of choice. Subscribe and hit the bell on youtube.com slash 61Indie and tell your friends all about us. Today is going to be a little bit of like a catch up. We're going to be talking about the next fest demos that we streamed for the Heart Association uh, fundraiser. We're going to talk about uh, the really cool Dread XP Horror Indie Showcase combined with the mix that we just live reacted to on YouTube. Mm. And uh, we're going to say some nice things about indies. Uh, joining me today is Matt. What's up, buddy? Hey, man. <laughs> hey, and uh, Mike is here. He is. He'll hop in eventually. So if you see just the bubble. The, uh, the red and blue circle that's mike he'll be here soon um yeah it's our or it's scary scary game time for you i'm yeah, assuming is yeah, it, it like is. nothing but scary stuff uh so yeah so all month long this is every year uh mm-hmm. not video game related but every day is a horror movie uh yep. or or horror adjacent so like mm-hmm. our darkness was last night um but yeah, it's uh, Al and I, we each choose uh, every other day. We choose a movie and just go through the month. Hell um, yeah. I did play through Bloodwash the other day because that's a experience you can play through in like two hours. Got the platinum on PlayStation. Uh, yeah, man, it is spooky time. Sorry, Matt. <laughs> uh, they're not hearing you on the YouTube video. Oh, why is that? Why is that? I see. There we go. Can you talk? Uh, talking, talking. There we go. For some reason, OBS switched the output. So you know Uh-oh. what? Hey, guess what? We're gonna do it all over again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. Uh, oh, you heard me. Fine. So, Matt, you played a lot of scary games lately? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh, to, to, to go through the whole shtick again. Uh, yeah. yeah more horror movies than video games uh been also been reading at night uh some spooky books uh but i did play through blood wash recently on the playstation this time i uh, got the platinum it's two hours fantastic uh scary experience on there and yeah i am all in i love what, october what kind of game is blood watch uh blood wash uh wash. it is it's a uh, torture star video is the publisher uh okay I forget the developer, but they also did uh, Night at the Gates of Hell, uh, which we also saw today. Uh, it's kind of like a reminder video during the showcase. Mm-hmm. Um, so Blood Wash is a first person horror narrative, crunchy as hell, uh, as Austin was lovingly ta- uh, saying, like, people look like thumbs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's uh, a woman has to go to a uh, all night laundromat to get her clothes washed because she has an interview the next day and the womb ripper is afoot whoa <laughs> what's the name with these uh, enemies we we'll get to pigsaw later but man there's some really interesting <laughs> names going on <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> uh and before we get into you know the dread xp stuff and talk about more scary things um I'm sure we'll talk about like scary movies and stuff in Clacked Out, which is the post oh, yeah. show, because I want to talk a little bit about House of Usher and just how brilliant it is so far. Ooh. It's real good. 
but shout out to the Patreon supporters, the PD fans, for making everything uh, happen. Uh, Kyle, my brain literally shut off. I need a vacation so bad. I'm happy this is my three-day weekend. PD fans, Brett Griffin, Colby Cordes, Jacob McCourt, JC, Jill Grope, Nicholas Johnson, Nicole Humphrey, play Jason at the compound, and Cole, a.k.a. The Good Sir. Some housekeeping. All of our Next Fest American Heart Association streams are on our YouTube page. Go check them out. We streamed, I think, for eight straight days. Uh, we hit our goal. Thank you very much for everyone who donated. The link is still live, so if you want to donate, please, we encourage it, and please keep sharing it out because we want to raise a bunch of money for this great cause. Um, you know, 6180.com got a bunch of reviews. The indie showcase is still up there. Lots of lots of things to consume on the 61 indie side. So it's a brief little housekeeping. Oh, and extra life stuff. We'll talk about it soon. soon. I know it's coming up soon. It's we've all been incredibly busy. Nah. <laughs> nah, what's that like? Um but yeah, let's just start off with we just live reacted to the dread XP and the mix. Mm-hmm horror showcase i don't think is this their first one combined i, I want to say yes okay because we're, we're, we're familiar with the mix itself uh-huh. because they put on fantastic indie shows throughout the year but i don't remember watching their horror thing which is good yeah no i i love that there's more horror in the space uh we had last year maybe two years ago we had the puppet combo one. Oh uh, yeah mm-hmm and then um, there's the um, haunted PS1 community comes together this time of year, and we normally see what they're working on. But Hell yeah. yeah, this was top to bottom fantastic. What was a, a standout to you? Because it was like you could watch our live reacts on the YouTube channel, like I mentioned. It's a, it was roughly like an hour 20 mm-hmm. uh, of like nonstop horror stuff. So. There are a lot of really cool things, but I, I want to know, Matt. You're the horror boy right now. <laughs> Names. Uh, <laughs> Hollow, Hollow Body, uh, okay. which is the uh, Chasing Static developer. I love that game. Reviewed that. That's on 6180. Uh, that game has changed through development and looks fantastic. That was that um, kind of isometric, but it's still 3D. Um, mm-hmm. It's not over the shoulder or like top down, but it's a... Uh, kind of like a sci-fi i liken it to blade runner a little bit but uh, kind of oh like a yeah mm-hmm. resident evil kind of game uh really looking forward to that as i pull up my wish list and still vamp a little bit uh, <laughs> i mean i mentioned them earlier <laughs> shout to pigsaw uh, <laughs> like just straight up that is the name of the villain that's the name of the game that name is inspired <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's awesome this very big pig man with a chainsaw who is not, not even a chainsaw it's like it's like one of those like circular blade saws but are like industrial mm. ones yeah the, this is a big boy <laughs> he, he's a big boy mm-hmm. um and i really what i loved about that is it's still very like what's the word i'm looking for low graphically like it's mm-hmm. not like low poly. super hd low poly uh but i love like the human faces they were still super expressive mm-hmm. and and like had that weird kind of like doll smoothness to it right and their expressions were just like <gasps> just shock as the giant pigman's coming after them was very very good as we all were, yeah. <laughs> that was a great me. reveal pig saw <laughs> did you ever see there's this old like bc grade horror movie called uh motel hell uh, no there's a scene with the person in a pig mask <laughs> and a chance uh, 
<laughs> that's awesome uh one uh i was really surprised to see was uh silvio black waters mm. uh that was the one that like kind of like almost mc escher like you were climbing a ladder but then like it it turned you oh, yeah. were walking across the ladder but then you're climbing a ladder like i'm i'm not sure what's going on in this one because the first silvio which i haven't finished it's about um uh what's the word for like noise detection like the ghost hunter kind of thing like where you're oh parabolic dish like the the big like circular you like satellite thing that you would use to aim like the the stick like the directional microphone yeah 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 i think it's called parabolic something mm -hmm. but like that the first game is that like you're in this abandoned place and it's very creepy Mm -hmm. uh so this is the third one uh so i'm i didn't know this is coming i'm really excited for that yeah uh another shout out to world of horror which is out today um i haven't played it i've only heard about it i've seen it everyone it seemed like everyone else has played it uh, uh yeah, at least my... on the team except for austin austin didn't know about it either when it was on the live react um it is so visually pleasing in a black and white it is like it's also the kind where it's like super creepy horror mm-hmm in a in a way that i think games don't hit it all the time like i was unnerved watching some of that animations <laughs> in that game <laughs> they, they they got me pretty good yeah and that's out now um mm-hmm. i think everywhere physical copy it's uh it's on uh pc switch and ps4 that's right mm-hmm. yeah so if you're uh i'm really bad with names Junji Ito, uh, Junji Ito, uh, Junji inspired, Ito, and also uh, HP Lovecraft inspired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if that sounds like up your alley, um, go check it out. Yeah, that. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait to get my hands mm-hmm. on that. Uh, uh, the follow up to uh, I believe the title is called "How Fish Is Made." <laughs> and, and like, I, again, I, I'm very bad with horror games. I don't hear any of them. The moment that popped on, you're like, oh snap. <laughs> So obviously you're a big fan of uh whatever yes. this game is. <laughs> it's a so that, that that first game was a student project by two or three people. Uh and it's free on Steam if you want to go play you should. Uh but uh, uh mouthwashing is their follow up and I don't know what genre like how to describe this game cuz like it almost felt like like that that neon punk like VHS kind of horror but then like it went places like <laughs> i i i can't wait for this game yeah that was good i i love that logo too if i'm not mistaken just an eyeball with like red blood uh-huh. dripping around it <laughs> very good um zake jt in the chat says how fish is made is certainly a trip yeah yeah <laughs> it looks like it uh i also want to shout out a mini indie showcase alum there were two of them that i we're in this i don't think anymore uh but numata yes oh it's changed man it's changed <laughs> in like you know for the better uh, obviously we loved it so much when we put it in the mark showcase mm-hmm. um to see all the work that he's put in since then like if you watch the trailer that we had and this one they're like completely different night and day, yeah. <laughs> night and day. but still <laughs> unnerving and still really cool and creepy I'm so hyped to play that. Seriously. Another one, another one that's getting a physical release, which Ooh. I'm super happy about. Gotta own all the horror games on physical. 
not even just that but like a game that we showcased uh, having a physical copy yep. yes please i want that real bad <laughs> <laughs> oh could you imagine if it 6-1 mini and you showcase know. stamp on the back of there like, yeah, oh, it won't happen but it won't cool. <laughs> it won't happen i can dream <laughs> Uh, and, and like I mentioned, a game that's out tomorrow as of this live recording, Slay the Princess, was also there. Yes. I'm excited that that is finally out. I think um, Mike was saying in the email, right? Like a, a playthrough would be like three, four hours, but mm-hmm. to see all the endings, it's like, going to be like 20 five. plus. Yeah. Whew. That uh, Abby's drawings are like top notch, they're so good. Uh, yeah, the, the the demo like was chunky. Like there was a lot in that demo, and <laughs> the places it goes. Like I can't wait to see like what else is there. Like so much more is in that full game. Like oh, I can't wait just to get lost in that. Are there any other horror showcases coming up? I feel like there should be. I don't think we've heard from the haunted ps1 community okay. yet okay i could be wrong um mm-hmm. i feel like that would have crossed my radar even though i'm not on x uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's required every time <laughs> <laughs> um so i'm not sure there should be more this, this yeah, should be a definitely. yearly thing just to see like how many horror games are coming out and it was great uh, too yeah. like during the showcase they showed games that are out like nothing new to show but like yeah hey you should know about this so mm-hmm. like absolutely yeah yeah like um hunt the night mike played put like 20 hours in earlier this year they just showed off like hey it's still here it looks cool pick it up yep uh, i like night, that night at the gates of hell was also mm-hmm. talking about like hey in case you didn't know it's on console and yeah that's awesome absolutely uh, you know what else was pretty awesome? Steam Next Fest. Oh, yeah. uh, we had eight days of streaming some Next Fest demos. Uh, mostly it was Mike and we joined him as he played just mm-hmm. for tech issues. I tried to do one night, failed horribly. <laughs> <laughs> My PC was like, hey, guess what, Kyle? You can't use all the USB ports. Mm. No, no, no. <laughs> That's we're we're overloaded here. Mm. Um so a lot of us talking about the games that we really dug are from Mike playing it and us just hanging out and watching it. But I think my favorite had to be Hollow Cocoon. Absolutely. Just like, us two and Mike playing it and we like being his uh, chauffeurs through this uh-huh. horror thing. God, I love that so much. <laughs> I, I, seriously, like I loved it. I'm like, why aren't we? Why don't we do this? Like, why aren't we doing this more? Like, just like one of us playing the game and two of us just in the ears like i love horror games and horror games with friends is so good yeah uh if you're not familiar with hollow cocoon uh the game description on steam is trapped in a cocoon the silkworm leaves her final dream hollow cocoon is a first person horror adventure game set in 1980s japan immerse yourself in meticulously recreated environments as you venture into the depths of unspeakable horrors that await you Coming out on December 6th, um, developer at Nayuta Studio, which I don't know if. Okay, I click on the studio. There's nothing. Even this game is on there. (laughs) So let me. (laughs) All right. Cool, Steve. It's fine. I don't want to learn anything else about it. Yeah. And them uh, them talking about like lovingly crafted like that game is beautiful. 
like the, the 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 landscape all the lush environment like oh december 6th i'm coming for you <laughs> <laughs> uh they previously developed a game that came out in 2018 called sinurus somnia hmm. i don't know if you're familiar with that one no um so this looks like to be their second game cool um and yeah my favorite thing is just it's like if old school resident evil was first person mm-hmm. and you know uncovering the puzzles that were in there but when we all were like what's up with grandma something's going on with grandma in this something's demo absolutely going up with grandma <laughs> so like grandpa died in a well and and grandma we've never met grandma like nope. something sums off here and the way the demo ends with a little uh like scary um turn of the face of whatever that creature was feast of uh, chicken <laughs> yeah was a great end to that demo like it's it's more tense than anything in the demo mm-hmm. like you're just when is it going to get scary and that ufo game <laughs> <laughs> what do you call that game uh oh there's a word for it it's almost like pachinko but you have control yeah. of it so it's almost like a pinball machine but sure yeah with like a with a token uh-huh. with a coin or something there's a lot of them in like the the earlier days of arcades mm-hmm. yeah uh nicholas johnson and chat grandma was always sus agreed oh, yeah. always sus. Mm-hmm. um i don't know matt uh, what other demos uh that we watched mike play did you really Kyle, dig we absolutely have to mention space boat like oh yeah of course i didn't write that down in the doc but absolutely we should talk about space but oh my god (laughs) tell people about space man oh how do you begin to describe that game (laughs) Uh, you are a anthropomorphic cat detective for the oh what's the acronym it's the royal space norwal police maybe Close enough. I'll look it up. Yeah. Uh, and you're there investigating. Uh, there's something being stolen, I believe. And you're trying to get on this uh, very luxurious space boat to the point where, like, the line is just massive. You talk to this whale who's in the VIP area that nobody else is in. Uh, <laughs> Dale. <laughs> it just sounds hilarious oh you want to get in here <laughs> kept calling us plebs uh-huh. screw you dale Pleb. all right what was the second one loser yeah we yeah. we upgraded to loser because we gave him something uh so you, you you're trying to get on this boat you have to find items for this uh freaking blob like dude a uh, pre-order earl earl who sounds like <laughs> cartman yeah <laughs> And like the the person who made the game is doing the voices. It's, it's incredible. It's amazing. Except for the main character. The main character is somebody. I know this. I gotta look it up. But it it, but it, f- was, it, it was fantastic. We had uh, two of the people from the team in chat yeah. when we were playing that one, and just <laughs> the character Mike created. <laughs> <laughs> we tried really hard to make pd uh-huh um, I, we succeeded <laughs> sure <laughs> just a demented big bird sesame street character uh-huh. yep. mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> and that suit that like 
you know like that suit makes the sound of like like slippery rubber when you just put your hands on it and it's like oh. one thousand one thousand percent like the writing the way they poke fun at everything is, is fantastic just the video game culture is, mm. the way they poke fun at like pre-orders and dlc and and getting early access and all that stuff but my favorite thing is sitting down in the coffee shop yes and your your main character um i think the cat's name is domino yes um and your suit has a zipper uh you know up top but also on the ass an escape hatch. and an escape hatch and you're just sitting down and you're like okay cool it's time for me to leave my suit to get into the vents and figure out what's going on and it cuts away to this other alien and who can see like in um, infrared thermal. Mm -hmm. like thermal and all you see is your suit character which was our pd which was <laughs> really strange looking mm -hmm. and but you just see domino the cat go out of its ass like it's shitting on the floor <laughs> And Why was talking about asses on this show? Listen, man, you're not here. It's all all holds are are, are, are talking are, about no ass bars. bars, no bars. <laughs> We're talking about Domino being shit out of Petey, and then uh, like it, the 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 Domino it look just looks like your suit is just shitting all over the place, and it's just a fantastic moment in that demo. I I can't speak highly enough of Spaceboat. It was such a fun time. Even if I was just playing it by myself, but watching Mike play it and just having us on commentary, just joking around, I, I legit when that comes out fully, I want to play that full game like that. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah, just all in a room time. and just yeah. kind of like I would love that bullshit around. around. Yeah, yeah. Kickstarter coming soon. Uh, I think the page is live, so you can follow it. Awesome. Oh, at sweet. least so like you'll get the alert when it actually goes live. Also, hi everybody. Hey. Apologies uh, for the delay. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, just so you know, Mike, we went over uh, Dread XP. So, beautiful. Are there any highlights that you want to talk about that before we get further into Next Fest? God, man, there there were so many games in that. I don't know. <laughs> so, so we 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 uh, gushed about World of Horror. Yep. Um, Slay the Princess. Uh, hell yeah. Numata, Slay the Princess. Yeah. Numata. Uh, Pigsaw. Pixel, yeah. <laughs> Pixel is rad. Uh, 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 Silvio two, right? Yeah, was uh, Silvio three. Yeah, Silvio three. Hollow body. Shout out to Hollow body. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot in there, and like we talked about during the live stream, which you can watch the VOD right now on YouTube.com/slash/6.1indie. Um, no lull during that show. It was great, Agreed. just like wall to wall bangers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they had I think one dev talk about the music, but even that didn't mm -hmm. slow it down. Usually, no, that, that kind of slows it down a little bit. Faster. It almost yeah. looked like the dev is the character in that game playing as the <laughs> yep. janitor. <laughs> yeah, sure. God, I can't wait for that post-traumatic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we kind of talked about during that live stream also that um, it seems like and like they've been doing this for a couple years back now, but it really feels like we're about to step into a renaissance of uh, old school survival horror like OG PS1 Resi Silent Hill, that kind of stuff. And ready for it. Yeah, we're ready for it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um. So as far as Next Fest goes, we talked about Spaceboat and we talked about Hollow Cocoon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Hollow Cocoon? Like you playing it like we were just watching it. So, I mean, it's like one of those rare games that I feel like translates super well from playing and watching. Sure. Um, like it's not like and I don't mean this to sound like as a critique or anything. It's not one of those games where like the gameplay is going to wow you. It, it's you're you're wandering around, you're exploring the environment. So like I think what I experienced was very much what you guys experienced as well. Just that 
it's more about the atmosphere and atmosphere mm-hmm. yeah um a lot of the writing a lot of the performances also um yeah like it, we're already super intrigued by like did the grandfather actually accidentally fall into the well is that monster the grandmother yeah like, <laughs> i'm all in on that and it comes out soon i believe december 6th yeah again that's another one i would love to play with you guys just on stream yeah. like do absolutely yeah uh, i looked it up uh while you were doing things it's the dev's second game wow okay they released a game back in 2018 called uh i'm trying to remember this from memory sisner sisneris somnia okay something along those lines so sure. i don't know if that rings a bell it does not cool uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh what is what is the demo that you want to you want to highlight mike um I have to give a shout out and I, I shouted it out on the Indie Council last night and it was my pick for my favorite Nexus demo. Half of a joke, but not really. Claw Machine Sim. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. We were like, we started, I started that up as like half a joke right. and just not suspecting it to be like anything like awe striking or anything. It feels great. It's You're super on. fun. Again, playing it in a room with people is like so hype, especially when we have like the football moments or the the trophy moments or anything like that or it, it's fucking trophies it is great <laughs> and it feels really fun it's fluid like it's not like it's it's like octodad kind of like levels of frustration not like bad frustration but like a good frustration of like ah god damn it it's great yeah that 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 was a good time to i i hopped in halfway through i think yeah. I, it started at the football moments like yeah, holy you, shit you got in for <laughs> If you don't know the football moment, go on our TikTok. It's great. <laughs> it's up there. <laughs> um, what was uh, uh, the one that I played that I actually dug? What was it called? Cursor Blade. Oh, Cursor Blade's cool. Um, vampire Survivors like, but uh, your c- cursor is a sword. Yeah. And you just attack the blobs and just avoid the... It becomes like a bullet hell, like all survivors. Yeah, but it was so easy to control and... It, sucked you in like most survivors games do and something so simple and i could have played that for hours yeah it was great yeah i i do want to give a special shout out also to um yellow taxi goes vroom uh yeah. which is crazy taxi meets like mario 3d world mm-hmm. um or just like mario 64 or something where it blends the gameplay of a 3d character platformer where like akin to mario you are collecting stars and coins and like doing the collectathon bit but uh, in order to get more time for your levels, you have to do the crazy taxi gameplay loop of like getting more time. So you have the, the the bandwidth in order like to actually explore the environment and collect the stars and figure out the environmental puzzles. Mm-hmm. Um, and in one of the levels I played there, there is a, a boss that was very reminiscent of like King Babam. Um, it's great. And it's also like doesn't take itself seriously. It's making jokes about Mario and Elon Musk. And like, it's great it's it was a fantastic time can't wait for it it feels great also like as a 3d character platformer it feels how it should feel um and go mecha ball oh man go mecha ball is incredible the animation on that game the animation the color um and again just how it feels so go mecha ball is um I could say like let's let's say it's a pinball like game, but you're controlling the pinball, and you could uh, have the pinball become a mech and and shooting enemies. It's like a twin stick shooter, like a rogue light. Twin it's stick like shooter, what if Super Monkey Ball shooter? had guns? Yeah. Um, 
fluid fast <laughs> vibe is there the the gunplay feels fantastic the boss even though i didn't make it through the boss the boss was like really dang cool it, it like quickly got its hooks in me and i really can't wait to just like totally immerse myself into that experience mm-hmm. Uh, I do want to uh, shout out a game we all played together, uh, Headbangers. <laughs> yeah, Headbangers is great. <laughs> it's another fun battle royale where it's a rhythm party game, like it, it's, piano game. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the levels of Fall Guys, where it's that quirky battle royale thing, but it's like super fun and digestible. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna get angry and rage at this game. It's just a good time. You know, I mean, it's like it's unabashedly Fall Guys. Yeah, but yeah. it works. It's like. It, it's great it's different enough because it's mm-hmm. all rhythm based games it's all like you know and having like cool costumes tied to yeah, actually cool costumes doing to missions do the quests and achievements yeah yeah that, that's really cool uh, karmazoo as well karmazoo is also thing. great uh headbanger is coming to game pass day one which is oh sweet great because i was i was thinking like is this game gonna be free to play because that's like kind of the way things go nowadays mm-hmm. with those kind of games mm-hmm. Um, cause we've seen other ones that have come out at like a premium price and by premium price, I mean like a $20 game, but, um, it, it they fall flat, um, because it's not free to play. Like yeah. I, I know like party animals, for example, is going through the ringer a little bit, um, just cause it is a paid product. Um, also party animals is a vicarious uh, joint. I don't mean to bring it up. Uh, <laughs> I, I, again i don't mean to bring it up i still haven't played like the full release of party animals i really want to <laughs> um yeah i i i'm looking forward to us playing it during extra life yeah it should be a good time absolutely uh did you guys already talk about my actual favorite next quest demo which you have written down here uh no but before we get there because i know what you're getting there sure. I, I know which one you want to talk about uh shout out to what just became the mini indie showcase stream day crystal and doggy don't care yeah fantastic both exactly what we thought they would be and, and they're great crushing it uh also checkmate showdown yes. oh yeah oh that was a lot of fun <laughs> that was yeah. a good time destroyed just killed <laughs> killed the game try me <laughs> when i'm not streaming <laughs> <laughs> but like it's good to know that even though you're not like fully you don't need to fully know the rules of chess no. They do a good job of showing you how what the pieces can do to move. I'm so happy for that. Yeah, yeah, big time. Um, I do want to also shout out Reveal. Oh, mm. Reveal is a good time. <laughs> Reveal is a good time. Another it, one that's like similar to Hollow Cocoon, not atmosphere. relying on gameplay, but yeah, the atmosphere. And again, another game I would love to just play through with y'all. Matt, they did. I you weren't there when we played it, but they did. Do you remember the Crocodile Dentist game? Yeah. <laughs> So (laughs) in in, in this game, you have to collect plastic teeth and put them in a giant clown head and then play the game. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no, it's right. It's very unsettling. (laughs) Oh, no. Yeah, that game's cool. But, uh, you know, I think we we hit it a home run on day night one. Another crab's treasure is another crab's treasure (laughs) is the truth, (laughs) y'all. Agro crab understood the assignment. Yeah, and they like. I know like Kyle and I, like, especially when we talked about it on the spoiler class last week, like Liza P right now is the best feeling from soft like game, like a uh, souls, like not developed by from soft. Mm. treasure is fucking up there already. <laughs> like <laughs> it feels great. The tone is perfect. The uh, aesthetic and art is wonderful. Like the humor is fantastic. I mean, like the first thing we saw the, the sands between broke us. 
Yeah. That's yeah. fantastic. And I hope there's more like souls reference in, in there. Like a, maybe like some of the, maybe like there is a solar in the game or something like that. Like I, I really can't wait to just see what agro crab is putting into this game. Cause even from the demo, like it seems way more ambitious than I thought it was going to be. Like I wasn't expecting a, a giant open area to explore and Are yeah, okay, apparently Matt? we what missed happened? a lot of stuff. My mind went on a tangent when Mark was saying, like, I hope we see more souls like stuff in there. And I was like, what 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 could we bring in there? And then it went really dark and <laughs> was hilarious. It was like so like in uh in uh Bloodborne, there's the the, the church of uh blood, right? The church yeah. of uh so like my mind went to like um with the COVID vaccine, like the church oh, of God. blue blood. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 where my mind was going. <laughs> I, I uh, to talk about the gameplay and not messed up stuff in Matt's head. Um, my favorite thing though is the way you get cool new things to play around with are the shells. Yeah, it's not like unless there are different weapons you pick up throughout the game, but it seems like it seems like it's not cool new abilities are tied to just junk on the ocean floor mm. that, that you can use as sh- shells which is awesome yeah and i i like the idea of not like you know like with the souls likes you you always like you're trying to find your build your weapon like how you buff yourself so on and so forth i like that the shells kind of don't let you do that like you always have to be on your toes you have to kind of master everything a little bit like like you are gonna have your favorite and you're probably you like when you find whatever it may be uh, like you're gonna always ditch your current shell and go for it but mm-hmm. The game's not going to always allow you to do that. So I, I I think that's a really interesting take on the gameplay. I also think the um, hook mechanic is a really interesting spin on like the, for lack of better words, like the the visceral attacks like in Bloodborne or the, you know, the fatal attacks in Liza P. Like, I think it's really cool. It's also challenging in the moment. Like, so you, uh, if you're unfamiliar, you, I think it was like L left trigger you hook an enemy with essentially like a, a get over here from Mortal Kombat and with the bigger enemies that you can't exactly whip in right away. Um, you have to play a little like mini game of reeling them in. So like you're essentially like it shows you a, a little circle and which represents like where your thumbstick is. And let's say the thing was on the right like that represents the boss that you have to reel in. You have to have your thumbstick pointing left and depending on the enemy and how brutal they are, like that little dot that represents the boss on the enemy. gets really frantic with that boss battle. It was real tough to, to get that motherfucker in. And I like that it is frantic because then you can't spam it. I also like that they limit it. So you can't spam it. Like you have to actually earn them. Um, Yeah. It seems like they really thought about like, the core gameplay and the balance quite a bit and um not to mention just the combat does feel good like it feels like how it should feel yeah it's good and time. it's coming to game pass it's coming to game pass day one and uh xbox consoles and pc for right now yeah for right now i'm sure yeah. it's eventually oh, yeah yeah that's why just, uh, i'm very excited deal. to play that one day yep same yeah uh, I don't, I, yeah, another game that was featured in next fest but i got to play it for review purposes Oh, I knew there was something I forgot to put in the dock. Leica <laughs> uh, Age Through Blood. I've been playing it. I put about seven hours into it. I did not complete it. Okay. Um, should I just go for it? Do you guys have any initial questions? 
like before we just like spew if you're unfamiliar Leica is a motorvania which is in traditional terms a metroidvania but you are like all traversal and all combat is tied to a motorcycle and it takes place in like a mad max kind of setting uh you play as a mother uh on like a really gnarly blood-soaked path of vengeance uh just trying to take her land back from uh these invading forces it is gnarly um yeah, I, I I always tend to like just hit you guys with fucking like exposition. So like, <laughs> if you guys have any questions first before I do my thing, I how does like the actual shooting and combat feel? Sure, because like like watching it in trailers, it reminds me of like my friend Pedro. Okay, just a, just like it feels like a lot of it is in the air. Yeah, uh, it can be in the air quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. so. Traversal and combat are really intrinsically tied together. So um, I played it all. I've been playing it on Steam Deck. Um, left trigger is your acceleration. Uh, right trigger is your shoot. Right stick is aim. So it kind of acts like a twin sticky shooter in a way. So you're aiming with your right stick and you're shooting with your uh, right trigger. Um, when you aim down sights, which... I think if you, it's hard to explain when you're not actually playing. I think when you hold the right trigger, um, you aim down sights and it triggers bullet time automatically. So everything slows down a little bit, which is great because obviously it's a very fast game and like it gives you a second to actually line up your shots and whatnot. Um, A little bullet time meter will start uh, counting down on your reticle and gives you time to actually aim and and shoot the enemies. Um, In order to reload, you have to do backflips. In order to reload your parries you have to do front flips uh if you hit x when a bullet is coming at you you essentially whip your bike around and you could parry bullets back to the enemies okay um, so like the backflip and stuff is is similar to roller drum yeah is that also had like a was it a reload thing when you're doing flips i think so i i think there was actual like caches to pick up though in roller drum um it's been a yeah, while play, i think there was a, like a gameplay mechanic Okay. tied to like doing tricks in that game but yeah i'm sorry Continue. no okay uh and the only other traversal mechanic t- like that's the parry button um whipping your bike around that's how you change directions when you're traversing around there's no reverse or anything like that uh the game has a lot of creative since you're it's all tied to the bike like the game is very creative in terms of its control scheme so like um like whipping around like that and the backflips or front flips uh like in order to like later on at some point you get you unlock a shotgun which uh not only is it a powerful weapon but uh it allows you to double jump so you go off a ramp you have to like aim your shotgun behind you and you have to (laughs) propel yourself up which is super cool um but because i'm gonna get to like my critiques first so i could like because i it's always the tricky thing when you talk about a game that you like absolutely it's it's yeah. gonna sound like I'm, I'm really beating down on it but i i genuinely do like the game mm-hmm. um because of how creative they get with the control schemes that's kind of where the tedious nature comes in like this game is brutal like it's real difficult like mm-hmm. it does the hotline miami thing where it's a one shot one kill situation if you stumble on your controls it's gonna punish you for that so like combat room we'll call it rooms but like combat like screens let's say 
it kind of feels more like a puzzle where you have to figure out how exactly you want to line up your shots and how you want to block, how you want to parry, how you want to utilize what you got. So like when you start out the game, your pistol, three shots and you're done. Like you, you have to reload. So like if you are trying to reload in the middle of a screen full of enemies, you're going to risk getting shot. Um, so there are going to be times where you're doing screens over and over and over again. And it can get tedious, especially if it is a thing where like you hit the wrong button or you don't nail a flip and you can't reload or you're trying to reload without a ramp really present and you fall. Cause like if you fall on the bike also, like if you land like on your head or whatever, you're done, which is another like semi frustrating thing. That was um, my make, question. It, it makes sense. But yeah, what, what was your question? No, that was my question. Like what happens if you don't land a backflip? Like, so yeah, if, if you don't land on your two wheels, you you fall, mm. you die, and you have to gotcha. go back to the checkpoint. The good thing is that the checkpoints are very forgiving. Like there are okay. a lot of checkpoints around. Um, but it is annoying when like if you are traversing around and like you try to land a flip or you try to be like a little cheeky with a flip that you, you you're not going off a ramp that like you don't get enough air on. Like if you die, all the enemies respawn. Mm-hmm which which sucks and then you have to like make your way through the gauntlet it's like a great example of like why that is tedious um and again like i'm i'm sounding like i'm hyper negative i'm not um but a, a, a situation where that can become tedious and this kind of segues into kind of um navigating the map and um signposting when it comes to quests there was an area where um like one of the second or third like like once the game like starts opening up and you unlock side quest, I knew I had to go to a certain area for a main quest. I passed by a checkpoint that was like clearly like a house I could get out. Like I could go off my bike and I could do something with it, but I didn't see what the thing was. So I went on my way. I went up. like It's like scaling up a giant mountain, did the main quest, made, made my way back down. And all of a sudden I, I finally caught my eye because like i finally like slowed down for a second and it wasn't speeding through this area i noticed that there was an npc there so i got off the bike and i talked to the npc and the npc was like hey they're doing something all the way at the top of the mountain can you go up there and of course like it doesn't register that you like i already the, the quest was like taking out a screen of enemies i did that but of course because i didn't talk to the npc it didn't register that i did that so i have to scale back up the mountain of course like i, I fuck up a jump or i fuck up a flip and i die so all the enemies come back and it's like Okay, and then I'm like struggling on screens like that I was struggling with previously. Eventually, I made it back up there and it was all good. But um, I found myself doing that a couple times just because like as beautiful as the game is, and we'll talk about the aesthetic and stuff, like it's incredible. Some of the stuff, like some of the NPCs and stuff will blend into the environments. When it comes to like actually navigating where to go next with the main quest, the quests will tell you like find person west of this area but then go south so it gives you like actual directions of where to go but in terms of like how to find that on the map it's not really great because like the map is like clear until you find essentially what hollow knight does until you find like the map dude and buy the map segment um so until you do that you don't really know what the pathing looks like but even when you have the pathing it's like okay where the fuck am i going so like for example when it was like go west then go south like i went all the way west and i started going south and like it wasn't where i was supposed to be it turns out that way earlier on as i was traveling south there was a sign that said like mines down this way i was supposed to go to the mines but like because i was going fast and like flipping around and stuff and and focus on the enemies i missed that sign um so like 
that became a little tedious as well. Um, again, really? not like the biggest deal in the world, but like in terms of like Metroidvanias and like signposting and like, you know, yeah. like traditional Metroidvanias have like colored doors to show you like where you should go next. Like mm-hmm. I wish there was like some sort of like map kind of just signal, like some sort of like structure, I guess. Segmented biome. Like, so, yeah. Like yeah. the whole air, like for the most part, the entire map is, open to you you like you can go wherever mm-hmm. you want like mm-hmm. there are certain areas that are blocked off like once you get the shotgun like that unlocks new areas but you don't really know where you should exactly go unless you're like really paying attention to like yeah. the environments and stuff but again like things tend to blend in with each other and it's very easy to miss particular things you you mentioned when you talk to the npc you get off the bike mm-hmm. can you get off the bike whenever or everything you're on the bike the entire game unless you're talking to people you're on the bike the entire game unless there is a section where like you'll see like a bike rack like a bike rack in front of like a, a gas oh, station okay. and you go inside the gas station to like buy stuff from like so, the, so there's the, not gonna be sections where like to collect something you hop off your bike no and, no, no. Okay. everything is on the bike gotcha okay yeah, yeah. um i will say also uh kind of going back to like again harping on like this the tedious nature of the game a little bit um and like that is my biggest critique is that it can be tedious and like you will find yourself in gameplay segments where like there are so many times where i had to just put the game down and like kyle we were talking like behind the scenes a little bit like as i was playing i was like i told you multiple times i was like i don't know man i think this is it like as much as i like really like i am enjoying things Mm -hmm. like when when you get into a flow state nothing feels better it feels so fucking good but like when you are struggling a little bit when navigation is a little tedious when you don't know exactly where you're going it's yeah. just like when you get when you're slamming your head against the wall like on a screen of enemies or like there are cheap things when it comes to bosses it's like i don't know man and like there's so many games out here i should just go somewhere else something tied to navigation and that tedious nature though um and i this is kind of like more of an accessibility thing the boss fights there were there are many times where the boss fights are like enormous gigantic it's like souls level bosses in terms of like design and stuff where like you are a tiny little guy in a, in a room with like a giant worm or whatever it may be and it's dope it's so cool it's like they're really cool set pieces but because the the like the camera is so zoomed out it is very hard to see you and i understand i said i was playing this on steam deck i did also play this docked on tv and like a giant 65 inch tv it was the same issue um so there were a lot of times where i would flip to reload right and Mm -hmm. i couldn't see what how my bike was angled at all because it it goes like really fast at times pairing and stuff like that or repairing or something like that and there were so many times like i was one shot away from beating a boss and i died because i couldn't see if my bike was upright Uh, that's a bummer i i mentioned this in the bite size review that's up on youtube and tiktok um i really wish there was like an auto balancing accessibility option like i think that would have been so i i feel like that is so needed like just Mm -hmm. as an optional kind of thing it could break the game who knows like same goes for uh like an auto reload kind of thing like auto reload that i understand that that is a that could break the core gameplay loop but um yeah just like the auto balancing on the bike i feel like would be a go long way again you know i'm not a game designer so who knows um Um, yeah question uh please so like you mentioned like the the enemy rooms and you also liken it to like i can't like miami what what would you say differentiates where like hotline Miami it's that game of like one more time. I got to try this to where like, it feels kind of like it's fighting against you. 
I think it's just the traversal and just stumbling with the controls. Like Hotline Miami, it's clearly like right stick, left stick to move, right trigger to fire. With Leica, you have to balance, you know, and with Hotline Miami, for example, like if you run out of ammo, there's plenty of like gun, other guns to pick <laughs> yeah. up and other options to like throw the gun at the enemy, stuff like that. With Leica, like you got three bullets a parry, like at times, like towards the beginning, let's say, three bullets a parry and like you have to take out to eight enemies. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, not fighting with the controls, not fighting with the environment or anything like that, but like trying to figure out the momentum of like hitting a ramp at uh, hitting a ramp perfectly and uh, anticipating where a shot is coming first. So I can like angle my bike to block. I forgot to mention that also like the bottom of the bike, you can angle it to block bullets mm-hmm. like your chassis blocks. Um, it, it, There's like a lot to balance. Whereas Hollow Miami, for example, or Katana zero or any of the other, other games like this, there is like a straightforward nature to it where it is just run and gun. Right. But here it's run, gun, flip, parry, block, balance three bullets, try to change weapons also at times, like changing mm-hmm. weapons, uh, like letting go of my left stick that's controlling the angle of my bike to go down to the D pad to mm-hmm. change a weapon is also tricky. Is there any uh, customizing of the bike? Like, upgrading you get, the bike you get itself upgrades. yeah you, okay. you upgrade your bike bike you can upgrade your weapons um okay yeah, yeah, yeah there's uh now segueing to the cool stuff <laughs> yeah um yeah every weapon the bike um all has like upgrade paths you you are collecting and sca- uh, scavenging materials uh throughout the game like you can see like uh, there's like honeycombs and you fire the honeycombs and you get wax or you fire uh these rocks and you get gold and so on and so forth um that's really cool so like it's a nice like meta like very minor rpg system in there mm-hmm. um no customizing character or anything like that um I'm trying to think what else uh uh it does i i mentioned hollow knight it does the oh no not hollow knight i mentioned hollow knight for the map so it does the shovel knight thing i'm surprised no other games have done this yet uh, i think somebody must have done it but like like is the one that i've played that has done it when you die it does the pouch mechanic where like you die oh, and you yeah. leave pouches behind and you have to go back and collect them like you're collecting essentially collecting <sighs> souls for a lack of a better term um but yeah you're leaving like whatever the currency is in the game uh and you have to like go back and collect them and you could like upgrade that to like you know so when you die four times like your third pouch doesn't like go away you can upgrade so you get more pouches which is nice oh cool okay yeah um but the undeniable like shining star star stars plural in this game uh just like the presentation in general like the aesthetic the the vibe the visuals the music the, like, the fucking music the narrative the characters like this game is a presentational like masterpiece like this i it's one of those games that you play it and it's like how the fuck does this function <laughs> especially on steam deck this thing runs flawlessly on the deck it is wild like the hand-drawn art and animations just pop on the screen it like things do get lost in the duffy quite a bit like some of the signs and the little details and stuff but like it's still like awe striking it is incredible to look at um the narrative is really gripping it has such a weight to it it it, like despite it being like coyotes versus birds which sounds goofy as shit (laughs) it is so harrowing so wiley versus the roadrunner I mean, yeah, yeah. kind of. <laughs> the narrative is so harrowing, and like you just wanna, you just want to like 
take everything in like the game the way the game opens and i don't know if either of you played the demo so like Mm -hmm. if you played the demo you are familiar with how it opens the game opens and you you're just on this fucking trip it is bonkers like this game is it has some shit in it and like the game opens up like before you even start there is a severe trigger warning in this game with like multiple things and like yeah it fucking goes places I, as you could imagine, I mean, I think it's like a really interesting decision to make the protagonist uh, a, a mother mm-hmm. um, and like just the weight of what that being like this, like the warrior of your people, like mm-hmm. going out. But like you have this little child at home, this who is also very eager to follow in your path and like how terrifying that must be as a parent. It's really something like there's so many like weird like meta themes. Uh, it's it's really fantastic. And that's only supported by like a fantastic uh, cast of characters as well um but goddamn the music the music is like has stuck with me since starting the game uh i i feel like i butchered her name during the recording of uh the bite-sized review but uh i believe it's Beckoli. uh her score um is phenomenal probably my favorite score of the year um both in terms of like instrumentation and again vibe but like her vocal stuff as well i dropped it in our community discord but the Mm -hmm. song because it's it's on streaming platforms now you can go pick it up and go stream it uh the song playing in the sun what a bop it's so good uh just in terms of her tone of voice and like her delivery and uh her instrumentation her composition how she structures songs um and you could tell like the way the songs sound like a lot of the timbre of like how the song progresses and a lot of the soundscapes and whatnot it creates such a like juxtaposition between like the themes of the game itself and like how brutal the game is how like gory the game is like the score is beautiful it's vibey it's a good time like it's the lyrically it's like it's haunting but like it's just it creates this interesting contrast that just works so well um so yeah just the overall presentation of this game is it's unmatched and like i feel like brainwash really swung for the fences here it's a, it's a good time it's like the presentation stuff in the narrative is like that's what has been sticking in the back of my mind and like it tells me like i just, I, I need to go back to it and like that's what makes like that those tedious gameplay moments mm-hmm. okay um but yeah it, it's a good time i do recommend it um but with the caveat of like you will want to rage quit you will get really frustrated um but if you're up for that i i think it's worth a worth the price of admission just to experience how this game looks and the story it's it's trying to tell you awesome yeah sweet speaking about telling you things uh mike's gonna tell you about why you should subscribe to our patreon ad break <laughs> if i can get it up in time <laughs> <laughs> If you've gotten to this point of the 6-1 IndieCast, that means you must enjoy what we do to some extent. So with that logic in mind, if you're enjoying this, why not support us over on patreon.com slash 6-1-Indie? We are a tiny company with huge ambitions to help amplify the indie scene one game at a time. That includes our massive production of the Mini Indie Showcase, a biannual indie game showcase for indies by indies. Not only would your dollar support our efforts into spotlighting indie games, but you gain a few perks for the podcast. First and foremost, you don't have to listen to this ad every single damn week. 
Secondly, you can watch the podcast live as we record it and join the discussion in the chat. And last but not least, you gain access to Clocked Out, the weekly IndieCast post show available exclusively for patrons. This is where we get to talk about AAA games and films and get a bit unhinged and talk about like the Scorpion King and, and Wombats and getting hurt and stuff like that. Anyways, if you're able to, and sincerely only if you're able to, it would mean the world to us if you considered supporting us over on patreon.com slash 61indie. And we're back! Uh, uh, before we get into this week in indie and our special little um, tweet recap of saying something nice to some indies, I just want to very briefly just gush because we didn't have a proper show last week about little gator game oh yeah please talked about it on a stream one of the next best streams i fell in love with this game i know mike you played it previously matt have you played it yet i haven't yet no but you've played a short hike right oh yeah so from what i the way mike described the short hike is what i got out of little gator game it's just a wholesome uh platformer just experience the world and do these fun little quests with your friends and the story like i cried at the end because it was so wholesome of trying to remember what it was like to be a kid mm-hmm. and to hold on to that kid like tendency and the kid like wonder and and realizing that you know adults don't want to leave that behind but sometimes they have to kind of thing um art's beautiful the characters are amazing uh cannot speak more highly of it i platinumed it in one sitting it's like three hours long it's not bad it's it's very well worth your time i think it's like 20 bucks 15 20 bucks on playstation um pick it up it's worth it it's good real good real good but our genius uh uh, michael tandro put out a tweet yesterday over on the x um Elon going to take it from you. <laughs> He's going to take it from you. Uh, say something nice about Indy. And uh, we had a lot of really fantastic responses. So we kind of want to shout them out real quickly. Yeah. A little, um, a little rattle off session. Yeah. So just like I'll start off a uh, friend of the show, guest of the show, CG Danny B said, Owlboy is absolutely stunning. And I saw the OST sitting in my car. Game that's always been on my radar and I've never played it. It's a good time. I thought you were still when you said it's on my radar. I haven't played. It, I thought that was still Danny. <laughs> no, no, that's me. Sorry. Uh, Doc Brooke wants to shout out Gone Home. Made me feel seen at one of the lowest points of my life. For sure. Yeah. Jason Hitchcock. Super Super Meat Boy taught me that you can do anything with enough tries. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, so can it. Gree made me realize that games can be art, graphics, music and poetic narrative. Uh, creepy gamer lady or crafty gamer lady on Twitter. Lost words beyond the page. Had I such thought, a no. Continue. Sorry. No, no, you. No, go. I thought like I didn't realize she changed her name to creepy. That's why lady. I said I, it. I thought, I thought you stumbled. I was like, don't call no. her creep. <laughs> no, 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 absolutely not. Uh, Lost words beyond the page had such a beautiful and emotional story combined with gorgeous art and gameplay. It will remain in my top ten of all time. Uh, foolish fuji writes indie game indie games can really tap into your emotions and mental health and it's amazing agreed yep uh bome writes viewfinder is the most mechanically interesting game i've played in a long time hell yeah i don't know this one. Oh, okay 
Um, sorry, I had to click on the game because I didn't know what it was. Despicable E writes, uh, Lens Island is the yeah. best survival game I've played, and it's the first to really hook me with its building mechanics. Music is top tier as well. And then Birdie Kboy 917 replied, Bendy was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> with a gif of uh, Jordan Peele sweating from Kia Peele. <laughs> oh, Kyle, I got, I got so many more for you. I know you got the quote tweets. I, I, I couldn't tweets. access them because, you know, Elon ruined Twitter. So go for it. Elon, man. Kyle Stevenson. Oh, says, Who's Celeste, that person? Celeste is one of the most important indie games ever made. Counterpoint, one of the most important games ever made. Agreed. Austin Ernst. Little Nightmares is the epitome of ambiance and doesn't get enough credit for that. Agreed. One day I'll play too. <laughs> <laughs> One day. Dylan, Giuseppe's soundtrack is excellent in the opening hour. There was a point where I had to put the controller down and take the music in. Again, a game I need to play before the end of the year. <laughs> was that a this year game? Yeah. That was oh, a this year game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brendan Hesse, I still think about Chained Echoes. At least once a day. That's a game I need to play. There was a couple, even on Blue Sky, there was a couple of Chained Echoes shout outs as well. Uh, Nerd 901, Nick, Celeste Gone Home and Journey are better than most AAA games. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> I knew like that it was going to, because of our attitude and how we like like to be a little goofy sometimes and take mm -hmm. shots at like AAAs. I mean, we play AAAs all the time. I'm oh, very excited absolutely. for Spider-Man. Yeah. But like I knew I was inviting shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> But he's not wrong. No. <laughs> and it's, yeah. it's playful, but yeah, no, he's yeah. not wrong. Yeah. Uh, Josh Miller, Stardew Valley is one of the greatest games ever and helped me helped reinvigorate the farming sim genre uh, that Harvest Moon games ran to, into the ground. Mm. Yep. 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 <laughs> uh, Matt Grover, Celeste is maybe the best 2D platform ever made. I'd argue it is the best 2D platform ever made. Chad Mike Innes, Sea of Stars is my favorite JRPG of oh, all man. time and is currently at the top of my game of the year list and not enough of you have played it. I have to finish it. I've played it. I have to finish it. I feel bad. Oh, it's good. Eric Aureliana. I always, I always fuck up his last name I'm trying to say I it out too. loud. Eric, I love yep. you. You know that. Everything about Outer Wilds, the vinyl I have, is still on my daily rotation need to play that at some point to too. i was waiting for a ps5 version and then it dropped and i still need to play it <laughs> <laughs> alex with a k cave story is truly timeless a formative title for both myself and the entire industry uh nerd nerd 901 adam again CSRs stars is one of the RPG, best rpgs i've played in years um hex and craft music Soldat was God tier, and I wish more people knew about it. Mike, <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, it's funny that I I laughed when I saw that one. Uh, Matt K. Flowers, Kentucky Route Zero is the game that tapped oh, into man. my feeling. Uh, I didn't know I'd be living with it. Uh, wait, sorry, I butchered this. Kentucky Route Zero is a game that tapped into a feeling I didn't know I'd be living with for years. Absolutely mm. beautiful that's that's one of the games like you were waiting for it came out you own it on multiple platforms but you're leaving it on the shelf for that day that perfect day to play mm. for, that's that's what that game is it's me. it's literally on a shelf in my uh <laughs> Annapurna Annapurna collection yeah, yeah agreed <laughs> and i own it um i think i own it on every platform at this point spam and bamming hollow knight's lore and world building are top tier oh, one of the best 2d platformers i've ever played 
Sailor Victoria, River City Girls, Boyfriend Dungeon, and Hero Hours Contract are some of the funnest games I've ever played. I'm unfamiliar with Hero Hours Contract. Yeah, let me look that up. Heroes Hour? Hero Hours Contract. Hours Contract. Yeah. Steve Esposito, most indie titles have had more thought-provoking moments that I greatly appreciated over 98% of AAA titles. <laughs> um, Jacob McCourt, patron, hello. I think that Virginia from Variable State is easily the most underrated indie game in the past 10 years. It's true. That studio in general is underrated. Mm-hmm. I've Same with Last Stop. Last Stop didn't get enough love and praise. Uh, really quick before we go too far away from it. Hero Hours contract. The description on the team is magical girls are real, but the pace sucks. Join the union of magical girls in a tactical turn-based adventure as they fight to protect the city from evildoers by day and fight to become unionized at night. It looks Sick. great. I just yeah. wish it's listed four, it. It's four, it's bucks, four bucks on Steam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Jess Hoops. Pretty grim. Burnhouse Lane by Harvester Games has some museum-worthy art, and no, I will never shut up about it. Please don't. Love what you love. Also, shout out to Jess. Jess is a fantastic horror uh, horror indie enthusiast and writer at uh, The Escapist. You should go read her pieces. Jigsaw, Shovel Knight, reignited my love of gaming. Adam Gumby, Dead Cells is S-tier. Is an S-tier game of all games that came out in the past decade. Oh, man. The Castlevania thing came out this year, too, didn't it? Yeah, it did. That was January, I believe. Wow. Um, Eric Ginn, one of the greatest narratives of all time, and he has a gif of Edith Finch. I completely fucking agree. One day. Uh, E.T. Gers, the emotional bait and switch pulled in Gone Home left me speechless, but the whole game white knuckled, waiting for the jump scare, and yep. ended it in half <laughs> years. Yep. Uh, and then I want to end it with friend of the show, Joe Wilson. Indies are the lifeblood of the gaming industry. Hell yeah, Joe. Yep. Absolutely. And we got one in uh in chat. Uh Zeke JT writes MO Astray and or yeah, Astray and Strange Horticulture both came out of nowhere and blew me away. Yes. Yep. Hell yeah. Strange Horticulture is fantastic. So yeah, if you're listening to this, keep saying some nice things about indies and tell your favorite devs and games, the people behind them, that you love and appreciate them. Yeah. They deserve there. to hear it. Funny enough, that came up during Indie Council last night. It was like, just say something nice. Yeah. To devs, like, absolutely. Not enough people say the positive things. So, like, nope. please. And it's it's been a, a a tough time in the industry lately. So, yeah. Tell them just how much you appreciate their work. Please do. Moving on to this week in Indie, October twenty third to October twenty seventh. Twenty uh, seventh. Apologies if we forgot anything. There's tons of games. You can yell at me later. Yeah. No, they're they're still making them. Yeah, they're still making them. Making them do games. Uh, Tuesday, October 24th, Vengeance of Mr. Peppermint comes to PC. Mm-hmm. Embody a hard-boiled detective seeking bloody just- justice in an old-school Korean-style beat-em-up. Plow through the criminal underworld to find and punish those responsible for his sister's death before his mind unravels and his vengeance completely destroys him. Looks cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I forbid you from reading this entire fucking thing. <laughs> Why? <laughs> There's the Steam description. <laughs> that's why I grabbed it, because that's all it is. <laughs> Horror, okay, Wednesday, October 26th. Horror Tale 2, Samantha, comes to Xbox One and Series X. 
The Steam description, a chilling continuation of the adventure of Tom and his friends. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> straight souls. <laughs> Start a scary adventure and be the first to solve all the mysteries in what? this horror I game. Read that. There you go. Okay, there you go. You, you have the entire plot synopsis in this fucking thing. <laughs> I took it from releases because that was only that one sentence. <laughs> uh, Stray Souls also comes out on Wednesday. PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. Enter a world of nightmares in this third-person action horror inspired by the classics of the genre. Fight terrifying creatures, solve mind-bending puzzles, and unravel a horrid family secret to expose the chilling truth behind your existence. I hope it's good. I hope it's good too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thursday, October 27th, Dave the Diver comes to Switch. Woo, Welcome woot. to Dave the Diver, a marine adventure set in the mysterious Blue Hole. Explore the sea with Dave by day and run a sushi, sushi, sushi. restaurant at night. Sushi. Uncover the secrets of the Blue Hole and unwrap this deep sea mystery involving three friends, with each with distinct personalities. New adventures await. Uh, Mineko's Night Market comes to PlayStation and Xbox. Mineko's Night Market is a narrative-driven social simulation adventure game that celebrates Japanese culture and invites players to craft whimsical items, eat delicious snacks, and ultimately enjoy all the cats. Uh, also on, what was day was this? Thursday, the 27th, Desolatium. I put all the consoles because it's all the places. The official website says it's coming to consoles. Steam doesn't have a date. But everywhere else, there's a date, so I'm putting it here. If it doesn't come out, yell at somebody else. Desolatium is a first-person point-and-click graphic adventure based on Lovecraft mythos. Live this horror story where you will have to visit mysterious locations, face Lovecraftian creatures, find clues, and combine objects to solve puzzles. The the disrespect you have for not pulling two particular games. See? Listen, this a is what disrespect. happens. You're no, you weren't here when I was building it. I was even on Steam looking at yeah mike what did thursday I october 26th frog detective the entire mystery comes to ps4 ps5 switch xbox one xbox series x game pass let's fucking go dope what? i own it on pc what else and also <laughs> on thursday october 26th mike's probably game of the year spin rhythm xd a game all you motherfuckers should play comes to the nintendo switch uh to be fair i saw that and i thought it was already out it was one of those weird glitches in releases.com that's why i didn't include it yeah 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 okay fuck you (laughs) (laughs) and that's been this week in indie (laughs) spicy Uh yeah, I forgot how the <laughs> show ends. That's been a podcast, y'all. Good That's night. been a podcast. Love you very much. Six one indie everywhere. Play more indies. All that jazz. Woot. Woot. <laughs>